Ray. Hello. I think we had a great main event. Um, sure. I think we had a great opener. Sure. I think we had a great in the middle. I think we had a really good show. Really, I think really payback good. Payback was pretty freaking good. Really good show. Okay, I think we're going to do a knee-jerk reaction right here, and then I think I'm going to ask you to give me some opinions on the uh, pay-per-view last weekend, just quickly, like favorite matches, that kind of thing, if you don't mind. Pay-per-view last weekend? Yeah, uh, just online? a couple of your thoughts. That's right. And we're going to do that as soon as we're done with this intro. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live-action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln in a bear and peeking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, go home heat. Okay, what'd you think about Shinsuke Seth? I thought it was really good. I thought, uh, yeah. I thought it was really good. I was, uh... I don't know, I've been seeing a lot of people say that, like, a lot of people's opinions have been changing, and I think that Shinsuke probably should have won it. Uh, which I do agree. I, I think that... But I think they'll come back to this. I thought that it was kind of strange that they would do all this stuff. Like, like they would have Muda show up. They would have this whole presentation for Shinsuke. And they would have him lose like that, like after one curb stomp. A flash curb. I kind of think I understand why they did it like they did it. But first of all, let's talk about the intros. Seth, standard intro for Seth. Yeah, fantastic Seth intro in, for Seth. Seth. Yeah, whatever. Wonderful singing, all that. Shinsuke's. What do you call that? The cartoon they ran at the front. It was end. like a little. Sl- it was. It was. It was basically like a presentation thing. Yeah. No. It felt more like. Uh, but kind of like a Kill Bill thing. Right. Almost. It did very much so like that, but it really made this feel different right than just a normal match of course it gave it the big fight feel you needed i think his intro was hall of fame the song the guitars the violins this is how they should have been presenting shinsuke since like the get-go right this is the best match he's had or top two or three matches he's had on the main roster since he's yeah this is exactly how he should have been presented. It's similar to the way he was presented at the NXT level. NXT, right? And he they sold the Seth having a back problem like champs. I thought Seth sold the back great. I told you he's morphing into Shawn Michaels. And it's not just selling the back injury, but that's part of it. It is also the, no matter what match I'm doing, no matter what show I'm doing it on, no matter whether or not I am what he was doing the last two years, three years before the title win, that I'm going to have a match you will remember, regardless of whether or not the powers that be deem me worthy of main eventing this show. This Monday Night Raw, this SmackDown, this Payback, this whatever, right? He goes out there and we get fantastic matches. He had a run there where he showed you, in spite of the legitimate two broken vertebrae, he can still do a lot of the things he did Mm -hmm. as a young man with the springboard, 
Centon after the Randy Savage leap, dude. That Randy Savage leaping over the top rope, choke on the top rope thing he did, made my heart just flutter because right. I remember Savage doing that so much, and nobody does that move. Christian does it sometimes. It's the only person. Anyway, fantastic. I think they went to the one step stomp finish because they didn't want Seth's. They didn't want Seth as a injured opponent to piece together enough moves to win it. He -hmm. needed to be in a position where it was one step, I fall, I crawl, one, two, three. Right. He didn't didn't need to be, it works out where I I hit the one stomp and then I run to the corner and I do my, if you notice at house shows, he's been doing the Bray Wyatt on the top rope. Right. Where he, but that was an awkward position to put your back in if it's supposed to be hurt. So he he saved he didn't do that tonight. You know right. he's been doing that at house shows. I'm sorry, but anyway, right. I thought it was fantastic. Now let's move on. Well, I didn't say it needed to be that. I said I said it would be something a little more climactic. What like that wasn't right. I was know. just saying that they they went with the flash finish because. The fit, yeah. They didn't and want also, him to build offense because he and, never built offense also, once he started getting hurt. And also because they're going to do it later. It did look like Se- uh, Shinsuke was not done with him yeah, yet. I, I saw on Twitter, I looked today, and uh, yeah, Shinsuke did attack Seth. Post-match. Post-match. It looked like he was going to. If you, if, I wondered if it was in character or not. I know they were wore out. They, they went at it. Right. And, and, and Shinsuke wrestles in a very uh, strong style as he's the king right. of strong style. And he... he Put it on Seth pretty good in kayfabe and reality. Right. And Seth said to the referee, you know, hold on, let, let me get my wits about me once after he was holding his hand in the air. And then the ref kind of looked back at him like, what? And then Seth was like, I'm all right, I'm all right. Mm. And that was Seth letting the ref know, okay, I'm fixing to get attacked. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, now let's go. Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch. I thought this was as good a match as Trish Stratus was capable of. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. I'd say so. I I felt like there was almost... I, I didn't hate the Zoe Stark run-in. One second, I'm going to pull this mic up a little closer. I didn't hate the Zoe Stark run-in, but at the end of the night, there were so many run-ins that it felt yeah i would call it something else but i will go with it felt like a wcw paper it felt overbooked an attitude era it felt overbooked it did and the zoe stark one made so much sense especially at the end okay now they do great spots uh poor trish slammed her own face into that chain link fence to the point where she's got a, a goose egg on her head right now and she's 47 years old, I think somebody said. I can't yeah. believe that's true. But if it is true, good Lord, she gave us all she had. You know, uh, just fantastic match with her and Becky. And I thought they told the story very well as Trish would try to retreat and climb away and then utilize that to her advantage when Becky would overchase uh, the one, you know, hair pull to get Trish on the right, uh, back into the inside of the ring was nice. We had the thing where Zoe comes in there, and it makes sense because you, you're deciding that Zoe is going to break away from Trish, so you give her the Trish rub, and that she gets into the ring and tries to cheer after helping, tries to cheer Trish to get out of the ring, 
spins into a man slam, and then Becky chases, gets the man slam herself on Trish. Boom. Right. One, two, three. But then Trish decides that that Zoe didn't help her enough, slaps Zoe. Zoe does right. what Becky did earlier and closes Trish in the cage with her. Right, of course. And all, all of this, finish. I, I think I'm very happy that this feud is over. And also Zoe. Uh, Good for Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. Move turned. on to something else. I'm Let's happy do that it. she's turning on, but moving on. Cena, Miz, L.A. Knight. I thought the whole thing went well. I thought it went well. Yeah, I thought this was a pretty good uh, exchange here. I thought the character work was nice. I thought the wrestlers' um, wrestling styles really meshed together pretty well. Uh, <laughs> I will say, uh, John, John, John Cena's inclusion did have me... Uh, of course, I was excited because it's John Cena, but I was a little confused also. Um, but after I saw Cena and L.A. Knight kind of um, worked together a little bit and they kind of teased. Um, maybe maybe teased something there, but also just generally had the image of John Cena holding L.A. Knight's hand up. Um, that was that was very nice. Um, yes, and, and now I don't know for sure if that was Cena giving him the rub or if that was setting up something for later because Knight was a little bit... A, a little bit, a little bit peeved. A little, little, not not as, not all in on shaking John's hand. He said you could have cost me that match earlier, stuff like right. that. I, I kind of like the L.A. Knights aloner enough that he doesn't have to kiss up to babyface John Cena. Right. I think that might be a good move for his character. There's a risk in having him wrestle a John Cena because John is so over with the fan base. So I I don't know where you go here, but it could be interesting if they want it to be. Owens, Judgment Day. This was your match of the night. This was a match of the night. Finn Priest. Nothing close. Completely overbooked. It was. It was. But it was a chaotic match. It was supposed to be overbooked. Yeah. I agree. It was a a WWE chaotic match. I mean. Absolutely. Even, even, uh, you know, Kevin Owens came up maybe bleeding, maybe catch up, whatever was going on there. Of course. Uh, no, he was absolutely bleeding because I saw the gash on his head. The the hockey, um, the change into the hockey outfits, the Pittsburgh Penguin outfits there, the legendary. That was good. Lemieux, uh, just Crosby. a ton of different, just a ton of different really hockey good sticks. spots put together. Yeah. It's really fun in a way that only a WWE. It's fun in the. It's like a WWE street fight in like the best ways right. that it can be. Um, Kevin that was why did it was, a crazy bump. Absolutely, and that's why it was match of the night, hands down. Sammy and Kevin gave us all they had, both in kayfabe and in reality. And Lord have mercy, it took. Also, Dom, very excited, very excited to see um, what the Judgment Day are going to do after this. Uh, it, 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 with when they have all the belts. And everything. I am looking forward to them having all the belts. If they keep all the belts, which when you have McDonough helping outside of their crew, and then you have Dom helping inside of their crew, and even Ripley, who had it, how important this match was. Ripley's got a title match later, and she jeopardizes that by spearing Owens Mm -hmm. because she knew how important it was for them to win this and keep the family together. Right. And I really feel like no matter what, we're going to continue to play 
Seth's backup because when Seth loses, Priest is going to be a champ champ. He's going to have two belts. Right. Because he's going to cash in on Seth. Right. Because of the back issues and Seth being not, not able to answer the bell on that stuff. Okay. Then we move into the segment, which I, I thought was kind of a steel segment. They kind of false advertised it, telling us that Cody was there. Cody, who has all the stroke in the name of a Jeff Jarrett, mm-hmm. said he used his cachet, his political savvy. When he saw a wrong on a Friday night, he chose to use it for good. To reveal that Jay Uso was coming back. Main event Uso um, is on Raw, and Grayson Waller is the perfect guy to get to eat that first main event super Uso kick. super kick. I loved it. Think this could be very interesting. I, I think this is a general good. I just hope to God that they don't immediately put him back in a bloodline thing, even though he's on Raw. And have him. I, I just I just hope him being on Raw it, it turns into like a little separate escapade from the whole bloodline stuff. I hope the second half of this deal is Cody got himself moved to SmackDown. Right. I hope I hope that this was Jay's moment. I don't mind if this turns into down the road. It it could be a neat swerve for Survivor Series, right? Right. If if you have Jay build his own brand here leading into Survivor Series, we get to Thanksgiving, and he heads up the team versus Roman, right? That would be kind of cool. Although Roman won't be in it. I'm sure it'll be Jimmy and uh, yeah. the other Uso. Okay, now let's move into Ripley Rodriguez, which will be the last one we talk about. I loved it. You eh, didn't. I did not, no. I thought this match, I didn't think it was a very good Haas match. I didn't. I think that in order for a Haas match to be good, it has to be like fast, and I think this was really slow. Um, and this I, was more of a heavyweight slugfest wrestling fight in the traditional sense. Even then, it was a little too slow. Okay. I don't think there was no. There was just really nothing to this match. I don't think. Uh, which sucks because I've heard that these two have had really good matches before. Well, I mean, um, I, I really matches enjoyed that this are, match. Matches that are infinitely better than this. Nah, I really liked uh, it. I really liked it. But okay, so it, they don't get better than this, or? I'm sorry, that was rude. It's fine. Uh, but, but yeah, but the, and also Dominic coming in was whatever stupid. But I, yeah, I dis- here, Here's here's where I wanted to go with that, and I, I respect your opinion, and I'm not arguing with you about it. You know. Everybody has the things they like, they dislike, right? I liked this. I felt like what they were doing to each other was brutal. That's fine. But Dominic Mysterio doesn't need to come out there. I understand that you're trying to protect Rodriguez's character a little bit. But to me, when two people fight that are that size for that amount of time, and now she picked up Rhea and slammed her into the post, threw her into the barricade, lawn darted her into the post. She did phenomenal Feats of right. strength with Ms. Ripley, who is who is a big, strong, wonderful competitor. Every time her feats of strength pull, took her away, Rhea cheated a little bit. Here, she kind of had Rhea in the in the eyes of the writer, I'm assuming, the person who wrote this out. Right. I've got her dead to rights. Dom comes down. She does the running powerbomb on 
Dom, crowd pops for it. Ripley gets the win. Yeah. Here's my issue. You don't have to protect Rodriguez. The point of the the point of who Rhea Ripley is right now is she's the most physical being on the roster, and that includes the men. Right. Why do we protect her and at the finish? This also like goes down to a constant problem I'm having with Rhea's stuff recently, is that it always has to be with Dominic. Right. And that she's never she's just never just able to wrestle a match. Why was that match with Charlotte she had good? Right. Right. Because it had nothing to do with Judgment Day or Dominic. Right. It was just about Rhea. Here's my thing with what you're doing. They're turning her into, in a different way, they're turning her into Roman. Right. Because Roman's always having to have help. Roman shouldn't have to have help. The big, strong heel doesn't need help. The big, strong heel rules. Right. He doesn't necessarily always do the challenge of fighting fair. But in a match, he doesn't need help. Ripley's the leader because she's the presence. The presence doesn't need the help. But I did think it was a good pay-per-view. You? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good pay-per-view. And a, a special event. Uh, yeah, whatever. I, I consider it like a B pay-per-view. Right. Almost. Like in the name of like... Uh, it's not a big four. No. Yeah, it's so something like that. I think it was really good. I think I think Hunter is really good at booking these style of pay-per-views. Right. Even when I have issue with him, it's still fine. Right. Now, I want your opinion. We're going to switch over here, guys, to all, all, all Out, right? All In. All, all In was the one last week. All Out's the one that's coming on. Match of the night. All, all In? Mm-hmm. All In was the best pay-per-view, wrestling pay-per-view we've had in years. In... Much. In everything. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, I think pretty much from start to bottom, uh, considering even how big the card was, there was not really a big blind spot on the card. I didn't like Soraya winning, but even then, the match was whatever. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there was genuinely a match that was like bad. I think it was a fairly spotless card, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy considering the size of the card. Match of the night... I would say is difficult to choose because all of the matches are around the same quality. And I think that's that's the thing that made All In so unique as a pay-per-view was that mm-hmm. it was, it, uh, all is that all of the matches were at a, a certain length of quality. Um, but I think I would probably go for either MJF or Cole or Osprey and Jericho. Um, probably MJF Cole. Uh, I think MJF Cole were kind of stationed with the rough situation of like having to tie in a lot of di- separate storylines together. And I think they did that in a really good way. It was almost like a WWE match and how it was like booked and how soap opera it was. Um, but I think those two The are story re- aspect. The story aspect, of course. It kind of reminded me of like the matches Adam Cole had with Johnny Gargano. Okay. Um, NXT. Yeah, which I mean some people think those matches are silly, but I love those matches to death. Mm-hmm. The yeah, that's I think I think they're yeah I thought Jericho, that match was really good. Jericho reached into the past and gave us the kind of performance that a legend is supposed to give you when he wrestles. Absolutely, one of the top Os- guys of the current time period. And undeniably, Osprey carried a little bit, but I I, I do think that's that also Jer- the job. Of course, Jericho um, 
Yeah, Jericho did put in a good performance, though. I will say that. When when you're the best in the world, you should be able to get in there with a guy that can still do most of his moves. Has, has has certain limitations, but it's and still... And is great at storytelling, understands storytelling, and you should be able to get a top-tier performance. Absolutely. Because if you're the best in the world, you should be able to get a pretty dang good performance out of a broom. Right. And Osprey did that. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. Now, <laughs> what what was your third? Third? Third. Um, I'll be honest. I was... It was, hmm. it was between Punk and Joe and Bucks FTR. Okay. Though I will say this about Bucks FTR, it was not as good as their other two matches that they've had, mm-hmm. but it was still pretty good. Right. Uh, maybe that's just because I was four Bucks though. Okay. Um, I think the Punk Joe match. <laughs> we're recording this podcast on the day that Punk was um, fired. fired from right. AEW. So yeah, it's it's really it's really weird. I imagine I imagine I'd get like it'd be really weird in hindsight, but I did really like it. Uh, Dude, I don't think I don't think Punk had a bad performance in his comeback. He had a bad he had a bad performance in a press conference. He had some really bad moments backstage. He had a pretty bad buckshot lariat. Yeah, but the match was pretty good. Yeah. Um, of course. Um, I think Punk Punk can still do it. The real question is. Is anyone going to let him? Can he? Let, let's transition into that because you've said that this was one of the great pay-per-views. You've given us a list of your top three or four matches. Yeah. You've told us about the great performances. So let's slide into this. Punk got fired today. He yelled and threatened his boss, the owner. He tried to choke out a co-worker over, which I, I get his... Here's the thing. Everything that he's been in the middle of, I feel like happens quite a bit in the pro wrestling back backstage, but it never comes to the point of, at least in this day and age, I don't think it normally comes to the point of, I'll choke you, I'll kill you, let's throw hands. I think Absolutely. that nowadays these things get solved with, okay, well, you know, I feel differently, and you walk off, and then maybe you go to whoever... Uh, books the match or you go to whoever's in charge of personnel and you talk it out. You don't right. go to whoever's but, in charge of personnel and cuss the guy out. Yeah, and with AEW, like, they've had controversies before, like with the Andrade and Sammy stuff, right? Sure. But what happened with that was it got resolved eventually, mm-hmm. right? With this punk stuff, it just, like... They, they started a whole other show to keep the people that were mad at each other away from each other. Yeah, it never... Just childish. It just, it, yeah. They yeah. never... Res- the, even if... You can dislike somebody and still, like, not threaten to punch them or whatever. (laughs) Is Punk untouchable now? As as in, not is he the best in the world, nobody can touch him. It's, would a Hunter look at him and think... Because I don't buy that Hunter worked with him a long time ago and wouldn't work with him again. Because I've seen Hunter work with people that I know, he that I have read he didn't particularly like. Yeah. And work with them well. Right. I don't see... I, I, I've i seen Hunter lobby backstage to get Vince to put people in the Hall of Fame that Vince hated. Mm. And so I think that he is... I think Hunter is more of an adult than we realized he was 
in his career. And I think some of that has to do with, I think he changed a little bit as a human. Uh, well, and two, once you get to a certain point, you're not having to push through people anymore, right? Right. You're the I, boss. What do you think? With punk. Did you hear exactly what Tony said about punk? And kind of the way he described it? Go ahead. Like, I think... The way Tony said it was that, like, he feared for his life and whatever. Which even, no matter how, like, you view that statement or whatever. To say that out loud certainly gives would you hire punk after tony said that right would like something like that even even if even no matter what like tony does like if somebody even just said that right right right. which with the the legitimacy that tony does have right Mm -hmm. uh as he is the owner of one of the biggest wrestling companies in the world uh, and he's also, you know, football and whatever. Uh, you know, for somebody of his stature to put out like a review like that on Punk, um, and Tony, Tony was a huge Punk mark, you know. Yeah. Uh, despite everything, he was trying to keep Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, and for him to say something like that, yeah, I don't know. It it would be a thing where it's like I don't. I'm not going to say that it's impossible and I'm not going to say that stuff like it hasn't happened if he does show up. But I will say Cody Rhodes didn't threaten to beat Tony when he left. No. Right? No, but Cody is through and through an adult. Absolutely. He deals with his situations in, in a more... And he has a track record of dealing with his situations in a much more mature manner than Punk does. Punk, what is odd to me is that I had not heard of this version of Punk. Like, I'd always heard he's a malcontent backstage. Absolutely. I'd never heard he wanted to fight people. Not to this extent. If you remember, there were moments where Punk described situations where he was in a room with Dwayne Johnson and he thought he was there to be intimidated. Right. And things like that. So it's odd to me that we have swung, that he swung this far emotionally, that he's like, but I'm not denying Absolutely. that anybody's done these things. It's just peculiar to me that Absolutely. this situation is so, gotten it's like his it's, temperament to this point. But that being said, I don't think he would behave like, I don't think that backstage in Japan, he'd be acting like that. No. I don't, I don't even know if in WWE he'd act like, I don't know if it's just something like maybe just the culture, not even saying that like AEW, maybe just like the, the more relaxed, maybe just like the type of dudes that AEW has over there is just something that Punk doesn't mesh with. Right. And also I would guess that the whole TK thing was he probably felt like, okay, bro, you begged me to come back. You know what I mean? Like, I was gone. You asked me to come back. Right. I'm guessing. Right. I want to do this, and this is complete guessing. Tea leaves that don't make sense. Here I am in this situation where this kid with zero cachet is blowing me up on national te- on a pay-per-view when I got nothing to do with this match. I was just trying to keep the dude from getting hurt. 
I agree with you that Punk probably didn't present it to the kid like that. And right. I also think that to to Tony, Jungle Boy Jack Perry has more cachet with him because of his behavior over the last however many years they've Absolutely. been together than a Punk does. Right. But that's but well, that's why a guy like Punk is like, I can't believe you're taking his side over mine. And then it goes crazy. I just don't know if anybody will touch him. I, I would be interested with it because it would tell me exactly how strong Hunter thinks his infrastructure is. Right. Right. You know? And, and that would be interesting because to me, also to me, I don't think WWE needs him. I don't think, see, here's the thing. I think every wrestling company in the world right now is so loaded with talent, nobody needs punk. No. Like Billy Corgan could use punk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, God. I don't think punk would ever stoop that low. Billy could, punk couldn't exist. He's too, I mean, he, he likes to, He's he seems to be in a violent mode of his life. Maybe he needs meditation or something. I don't know. But he is very politically liberal. And the NWA locker room at this moment does not seem to be the place for a man like that. No. And Billy doesn't seem to be the kind. I don't think Billy cares what your political leans are. I think Billy's, Yeah. I don't know where. Billy can be a little all over the place with that stuff yeah, anyway. Yeah, So I don't, I'm not, I'm not going, you know, that kind of thing. But I do think that. That is the only locker room that could use him right now. And I think it would be a complete disaster. Because he would wind up, you know, it, it, it just doesn't work. Okay, I think that's fascinating. Is there a match you're looking forward to tomorrow night? An all-out, Kanosuke Takeshita versus Kenny Omega. Main event for the third time. <laughs> and, oh, and, and uh, Young Bucks and FTR versus whoever. That's going to be interesting. We do like the idea that Collision is now going to be Jack White. Uh, Jack White. <laughs> Jay White's <laughs> show now. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. that's great. I love. I I'm love a collider that. now. I'm a collider. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't have to hate col uh, Collision anymore. I can root for both Dynamite and Collision. AW fans out there, you're allowed to root for both now. Okay, man. Uh, Moxley has now replaced Punk in multiple main events when he's been kicked out of the company. When they've had disasters, Moxley's the guy they go to, this time with Orange Cassidy, and I think Cassidy goes over, and I sort of love it. I think Mox is going to win. Oh, God, I hope not. But I, I, I love Mox, but I, I just like the concept of Orange somehow pulling this out. I think Mox is going to win, but that's just because I think Orange Cassidy needs a break. Right. Because that dude's been wrestling every week for like... Right. Meanwhile... Moxley was going on vacation the last time Punk got fired <laughs> or let off. And they gave him a raise and told him to come right back to work because he was going to be the champ, and he hasn't been off work since. So, poor guy. But, I, dude, there's a reason why the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho constantly say that John Moxley is the most important figure in AEW history, and that is from two guys that were there at its genesis. Absolutely. And also two people that do enjoy putting themselves over. Three people that do enjoy putting themselves over in the history lexicon of all-time greats. Mm -hmm. Justifiably so. And on that note, find a story you like, read it, enjoy it, watch pro wrestling, check out theater in the round, 
And check out our friends at the Game Project, the G-I-N-N, project.com. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart. Check out our friends at Galactic. On that note, Ray, go home.